Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders. Greetings, Commanders. A show that talks about the universe of Elite and the development of the computer game Elite 4, known as Elite Dangerous. And the fantastic community that surrounds it. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads. A self-contained podcast two hours long. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. It's even louder than me. The hottest show this side of Dizzo. The name of the place. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 388 of Lave Radio, the show that likes to talk about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that's around it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Defire, Chief Archivist of Lave Station, and joining me in the Orange Sidewinder Bar for this episode, we have um, our head of health and safety who's actually busy at the moment who will hopefully catch up with us later so ben mosswood will be turning up later but we also have our um inhuman resources director commander shan hello hello and also our uh staff liaison officer commander psychic hello hello um right so if you wish, you can join us live. We we are hanging out in game, or we will be hanging out in game and open at the Orange uh, at Lave Station at some point later. Um, <laughs> like I said, it's it's being one of these horrible technical issue shows, as you could probably tell by the late start. So um, if you can't get to us in game, uh, join us at the Twitch chat channel where you can access us through laveradio.com slash live. Click on the live chat. And go to twitch.tv slash lave radio or um, uh, Facebook or YouTube uh, or even Twitter because we're, we're live on all those as well. Um, right, so let's just quickly go around the team, see how everybody's been doing. We'll start with Commander Shan. Um, okay. Uh, last, well, on the weekend, um, Mrs. Shan and I. Uh, went to fully charged live on the Saturday, which was glorious sunny weather. And fully charged live is like a, an expo for all things sustainable energy and electric vehicles and cars and all sorts of stuff like that. So I'll, I'll speak more about that, that next week. But um, we, we came home to something quite worrying, really. Um, and it's still ongoing. So I'll, I'll share that for a minute. It was um, 
the the our youngest kitten was very lethargic, almost as if his batteries had run out when we got back on uh, Sunday, and um, he wasn't eating at all. So um, we sort of think, well, okay, a bit hot, maybe whatever. So we um, we saw how he was on Monday, and he was still like his batteries had run out, just just flat. So we took him to the emergency vet, where he has been diagnosed with um, lily poisoning. Um, what happened was Mrs. Shannon was given some flowers for her birthday and lilies, and the pollen had got loose, and Cat had walked around in pollen and licked its paws. So poor Kin um, is now clinging to life at the Royal Veterinary Hospital, Ooh. where they're where they're trying. Um, everything they can to save his kidneys. Um, so we were quite relieved to hear he made it through the night last night, um, which is when he went in. Um, right. But the he's fighting, you know, and um, we just we just won't know how it goes. So yeah, um, youngest kitten is only about twelve weeks, no, sixteen weeks old. Sorry. So yeah, we'll just see how it goes. So that's kind of put a dampen on the week, really. Yeah, it kind of would do. Oh, right. Oh. So if, if, if you have lilies and cats, I mean, we, we'd, read their, we'd read their poisons, so we kept it out of the way, but we didn't realise the pollen. Mm. I mean, and we, uh, you know, and apparently lilies are almost like cyanide for cats. I mean, it's catastrophically dangerous. Yeah. Okay, Ben, have you got something to cheer us up with? Hello, Ben. Are you, I thought you were back. I think I'm back. Am I back? Are you back? Yes. I can um, hear you. you. You can hear me? Uh, yes, we can hear you. Oh, good. Okay. Um, do I have anything? Uh, oh, I went to see the Secrets of Dumbledore. I don't know if that'll cheer anybody up. Um, possibly not. Um, no, I've not really got anything. That, oh, my, my kid's away on on a school trip thing for a week, and he's enjoying himself, but that's not really anyone's businesses but my own. Um, any other things? No, I don't think so. Nothing, nothing that will cheer anyone else up, anyway. Uh, um, okay. You know, it's, just been, it's, been a, it's been a nice, fun week, and it's been a chilling week, but not exactly, yay, exciting, happy, fuzzy, yay, and... Things compared to death of kittens, but well, near death experiences by kittens. Well, we 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 sort of that's the word. We are we're hopeful but pragmatic. I think is yeah. the move. Yeah. Also, also, hi to Mac Winston Miggles, Death Star Omega, and Mother Six Six Six. They've all they've all made it to leave, and I know someone's. Um, Bosh FPV is saying they're trying to come over to uh, live as well. So hi, hi guys. Um, I'm still trying to sort audio out because things are still weird at my end. All right, okay. Um, Psychit, um, you've had a you have had a, a bit of a rough week as well this week, have you? Well, no, last week was a bit of a rough week. Um, nah. Just I I got like this big like really gross swelling thing under my eye, and I was just like full of lurgy and cold, was not COVID, did double check, would have been like an immaculate COVID conception had it been COVID, because I don't go out, I don't go anywhere. Um, 
a lot better now. Um, had a bit of have had like a really just like trying to be trying to do as little as possible and then doing like an actual actual metric shit ton of stuff over the last couple of weeks just like with um just stuff online but also game wise um been planning out and making sure that everything has been all right for um the buckyball race coming up this weekend Mm. Um, and also, which I will, I will inevitably mention again later. Um, but also, uh, games that aren't elite, I've, I've completed the expedition in No Man's Sky, and it was a really good one this time. Mm. Highly recommend checking it out, it was a lot of fun. Um, and also, the Stanley Powerball Ultra Deluxe came out, um, th- last week. And if you have played the Stanley Powerball, um, and you love the satire and the nonsense that is that game. Um, and it's best to completely go into the, the into this blind as well, because it's a fantastic game. Um, if you play the Stanley Powerball, you do not want to miss out on the Stanley Powerball um, Ultra Deluxe, because that game is an absolute masterpiece. Cool. That's one thing that I've yet to actually experience, is the Stanley Powerball. So good, Colin. Play the first one and then you'll be like, you know what, actually, I'm going to go in and have a go at the other one. Because the other one, the second one is, um, it's not a sequel. It isn't a sequel. It, it's like a build of the of the original game, but made more. I think that's the best way to describe it without spoiling anything. It's is fantastic. there an upgrade path from the first one to the, to the Ultra Deluxe Edition? Um, they're two separate games. Okay, because well, I, I was assuming with a name like Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe, it was like a... You know, you, you, I, I don't want to give too much away. If you've yeah. played the first one and you haven't picked up the second one, I think it's only about 20 quid on Steam. If you've uh, not picked up the second one, I highly recommend picking it up. Because okay. I went, I just knew that I was going to buy it because the promo from Crows, Crows, Crows has been sublime, and um, I, I knew I was going to get it. So it, I didn't even. Yeah, didn't I love the like, like Parable, but I didn't realize Ultra Deluxe was a brand new game. Essentially, it is. Sort of. It, it, it is, but it's it's like a build up of the game. There is so much new content. Okay, there is a little sure. bit of old content because there has to be, because it wouldn't be the Stanley Parable if it was. It yeah. didn't have the old content. I haven't, I feel like I've only just scratched the surface with it so oh, far. Wow. And um, I, um, I don't know how many hours I've got in Ultra Deluxe, but um, I, I played it a lot over the weekend. <laughs> but it's very, very good. I highly, re- I highly recommend awesome. it. Awesome. Excellent, excellent. Um, let's see. Um, well, myself has been a, a bit of a, a, a renaissance this weekend. Um, I pulled my finger out, and um, thanks to Ben and thanks to a wonderful commander um, over in America, I now have a brand new PC uh, with uh, that is vastly superior to the one I, I, I had last week. Uh, and I have been testing out all my old games with the new graphics settings and Elite Dangerous with the with things being sh- ramped up like crazy. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm really really happy. Really, it's happy. made a real difference to your 
FPS. Oh God, yes, yes, because um, uh, I did some testing last night, and uh, I ended up going into a uh, CZ. Uh, the graphics are set to ultra. Um, we are running around on planet, and it's uh, nineteen twenty by ten eighty, and I'm still getting um, forty five to fifty FPS. When I go everywhere else, it's sixty. So, it basically, I've been I've been flying around uh, with you know sixty FPS exploring on planets, and it's 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 been great. So, would uh, you say Elite has been your most improved game visually, or have there been other games that have? Well, surprisingly, that and No Man's Sky. I did an upgrade on No Man's Sky, and it it was phenomenal. The, the upgrade for No Man's Sky, I must admit. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yes, I was twitching at the weekend. <laughs> a lot. Yes, so that's that's effectively... Yeah, we'll go, we'll go blind. Going blind. Uh, yeah, that's right. I will go blind. Of course I will, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's that's been me. It's, I've been um really nice, long weekend and uh yeah so let's just hope um the rest of the week turns out a bit better than than uh shan's week has been i hope um, you get improvement shan i hope i hope it all goes out goes the right way and never yeah. buy lilies again well it wasn't me it was my mum who brought them for mrs shan for her birthday just um, throw them away throw them away as soon as oh, they are they, they are. They're, we've completely thrown them away and sterilised them. And it's 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 a horrible thing. I'm I'm so I'm so sorry. It's so detrimental. So I'm crossing everything for you, mate. Yeah, thanks. As I say, we he's in the Royal Veterinary Hospital, so there's probably not a better vet in the country to be fair. Mm. So. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> Who has who's put this new bot on the on the? Uh... <laughs> on the chat room because it's always telling you to share, like, and subscribe. <laughs> this sounds like a Norman thing. I bet you he's been doing stuff. What's what you're supposed to do? He's been doing stuff. Yes, like and subscribe, and we don't have a Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but it doesn't tell you to like and subscribe to what, though, does it? It could be our Twitch stream, it could be our podcast, it could be a number of things. Well, you could always uh, like and subscribe any any Top Shift videos, or or even follow me on Twitch because basically I've started doing that at the weekend. And there's all there's always the psychic who does lots more twitching than I do. <laughs> like like, a, like and subscribe, Live Radio on OnlyFans. <laughs> Don't I wouldn't. <laughs> what? I didn't even know we were on the OnlyFans. Is, we're definitely not. This, we're is, definitely. Is not. this something you've set up, Shan? I thought it was your account. <laughs> um, I'm going to come across as really naive here. Don't, don't no, ask. Just don't, don't ask go me. there. Don't ask. Yeah. So basically, not a, not a. It's be pornography, Colin. It's oh. be porn. Well, there was we could, we could do ship porn on on OnlyFans. <laughs> Let's right. do space porn on OnlyFans. I think that's a great idea. Uh, we're covering they're... that a little later, aren't we? Oh. Yeah, yeah, Colin, do that and pretend they're tractors. <laughs> pretend they're tractors? Don't ask me about that. Yeah. Um, what, is it you're a fan of Ukrainian farmers or something? 
just Colin does not. What what current events you actually watch, Colin? Never mind. Um, yeah, I'm moving on. <laughs> I'm moving on. I don't. I don't know what's going on here. Right. Um, oh no! Now you've got the chat room all ex- all excited about space porn. Well, it, it leads into the development section of space suits, doesn't it? <laughs> oh right. Well, let's have a look at what um, has been happening in the uh, the development news. Well. Um, how shall I put this? There's been a little bit of drama this week. I think that's the best way of putting it. Um, on the 28th, uh, Bruce posted that the official live stream will not play, take place this week. Uh, we will post in future to confirm when they will resume. And basically, that was the equivalent of opening a can of worms on both Reddit and the forums. Because and we had pictures of gravestones uh, of Elite Dangerous and uh, Obsidian Ant kicking off with um, uh, some of people criticizing some of his streams lately. And yeah, it was <laughs> go on, Shan, quickly. Um, I actually, I actually agreed with what Ant wrote in his forum post about how much the current CMs care. And you know how much effort they try and put in they they put into the game to try and get us news, and the the lack of news is not due to their lack of effort. shall we say yeah, I know I think the, the ironic thing is is when you actually watch the uh, obsidian Ant videos, you end up agreeing with a lot of what he says. The issue is uh, there's an awful lot of it feels clickbaity he says it's not intended, but it does feel clickbaity. Um and uh, yeah. It, well, it how must... else do you earn? How else do you earn income from YouTube? Uh, well, the uh, Obsidian Ant claims that he doesn't play the algorithm game. For that, you need to have a look at the other streamers. Um, but he he claims that um, he's yeah. I mean, the main point comes down to the fact that. Uh, The main point comes down to the fact that uh, this seemed to have been a last straw. The fact that you know there's been so many, so much bad news, and now that they're cancelling, they said they were cancelling the um, the live stream. Everyone thought, right, they're not going to say when they're coming back. This is this is another nail in the coffin, and everything all kicked off. Uh, and then the very next day, I swear, the very next day. There was a tweet saying that um, the next Frameshift Live will be uh, basically the 4th or the 5th, so um, yeah, Star Wars Day, uh, where they will talk about the console accounts, transfers, and what they're doing for Elite Dangerous in 2022, and future plans, to which everyone else just went, why? First of all, you're telling us not, and now we are? I'm sorry, I was a bit confused. I mean, hopefully, we'll have good news tomorrow. Go on, I think we'll have... Oh, no, psychic first, and then you, Sam. Do you not think... Do you not think that it gave the, the full essence of what happened in January? Like, 
but but the reaction was quicker in this instance so instead of it being like three months that we were waiting for the CMs to finally be able to say something. They did one thing and um, the um, people who are in charge of saying stuff who are terrified of the share price going down and all of that sort of nonsense went, all right, okay, if you're not going to put anything out, then um, then let me let us be say that you can share this information. Because, again, it must be a complete ball ache to be a community manager and have... Um, you're not giving us any news. You're not giving us any news constantly, and if they're not allowed to share any news, that's it's gonna make it's gonna like make life incredibly difficult for them. So why 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 are they why why is that team going going out and saying stuff? Why is that team coming in front of someone and and being able to and saying, oh, we'll have more information on that when we can share information. It, it, to me, it smacks of everything that happened at the beginning of the year, but in a, on a much smaller scale. Yeah, there was. A, there did seem to be a quicker turnaround for uh, for a response to that. Um, ben, does anyone else feel? And I'm going tinfoil hat here that words were said, threats were made, and people maybe backed down. Um, Not in as I, many words as threats, I wouldn't have said. I mean, what kind of oh. what kind of threats do you mean? Um. Well, if, if put, putting it in Ben speak, why the fucking hell have you employed me if you're not allowing me to say anything? Yeah, that's not a threat. That's basically what I just said, Ben, but not in as yeah. many words. Oh, I mean, I, I'm. You're implying that someone said, uh, "All right, okay, give me something to talk about, otherwise I walk." Is that what you're saying? Give me something like, "You guys need to wake the fuck up," because the community is going batshit crazy, and rightfully so. Uh-huh. And this is not doing anything good for us as a company. Us as a community. So until you actually allow us to say something, we're not. We're just. You know, we're, we're, we've got to go radio silent, as Sides was saying. And I, I just. I don't know. I just get the feeling that. And I feel in full kudos to Arthur if it's even anything like this that the community team basically. You know, our our backs up against the wall here. We have to do something, and we're standing up for it. And I, I really feel like the community team had our backs to hire management at Frontier. Well, yeah, it, I think it... I mean, it was it, it was bizarre, to be honest, that... Um, Very bizarre. Yeah, that one, one day it was, uh, right, that's it, no live stream this week, which was kind of understandable because, you know, it, it was a, a bank holiday. Yeah, bank holiday, kind of, away, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then... All of a sudden, next day is oh, but we'll tell you everything uh, this Wednesday. Not not just that, but you also you had um, Bruce coming off and saying yes, we were very very careful and precise about the words that we said. Uh, basically, yeah. you know, doubling down on we know exactly what we said and we meant it when he was talking to ants. Yeah, so 
Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a little bizarre, this one. But on a more upbeat me, uh, note, we're going to find stuff out tomorrow. Go on. Yay! Yeah, I was just about to say um, my tinfoil hat was on as well. Ben, regarding that, and uh, I, I know I'm often rude about, well, not rude, but critical of Frontier and stuff like that, but... No, rude. I, hey, you were right first time, Shannon, it's all good. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I do have a lot of respect and um, admiration for what the CMs um, seem to have done. Um, but also, I do find, really feel sorry for them, because... Didn't Arf have to apologise for the communications earlier on, as if it was some kind of his doing, and it sort of felt as though he was being asked to fall on his sword to save face higher up, and I, that didn't sit right with me when when Arf did that. I, if you know, if you're going to take a hit, admit, you know, make it your hit. Don't do it because someone else doesn't want to do it. Mm. Yeah, the, um, the, I mean, you said you mentioned that, Ben, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, there is an argument, though, to what Shan just said, in that, you know, as head CM, it's kind of his job to fall on his head sword as well a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of in the job description slightly. Only if you your team has messed up. If it's someone else higher mm. up has messed up, it, it, you know, they should, they should be man enough or person enough to own up and say, sorry, guys, we've messed the comms up. As a company, we're going to do better, and it was starting with this. So, yeah, but also, yeah. sorry, but also because isn't I guess we'll move on this main topic, but isn't there supposedly talk about the uh, transfers as well coming? There is. On? So shouldn't they have done that before they announced the console thing? Anyway. Um, yeah, in the chat room, we've got a lot of people commenting on this. It's sort of like um, normally along the lines of they don't care about the live stream. Tomorrow's really got their attention. Um, they don't think, uh, uh, Wintermute says, they don't think the CMs will look comfortable on the live streams at all uh, for the last few streams. Um, yeah, and mm -hmm. uh, that seems to be the general consensus Consensus because, because they haven't got anything new to talk about. Um, they, they're getting a little bit you know, well, they're getting hammered by the community. Well, they uh, are. I guess, I guess it's a little bit like um, walking around the cop with an Everton shirt on every week. <laughs> yeah. Um. Right. Well, um, this is this is the only development news that we've had for the last week. Now, obviously, tomorrow we're, we're having. Um, this catch up so we're going to probably be going doing a little bit of rampant speculation about that there's an awful lot of community news to get through as well so hopefully um we'll be able to uh, uh touch on that um shall we look at the end game events for this week um uh, obviously on the 27th of april the 3308 it was agreed that the marlinist refugees uh, are to migrate from the Alliance. This is 2 million uh, or so Marlinists who, who escaped to the Alliance when the Empire uh, blamed them for all the uh, the station bombings. They have now been uh, re or are being repatriated to the Marlinist colonies. Um, now Sirius has um, initiated 
the serious initiative plans aid for the alliance this is for their help with the um thargoid attacks which really hit big time uh this week we had one major attack in empire space one major attack in federation space and one major attack in alliance space and it has formed a basis for new community goals and Put it this way, people were so enthusiastic about these community goals, uh, it was almost completed in one afternoon. Yeah. So, Psychic, the CG. So, on that note, on them being really enthusiastic and um, solving it, um, and fi- and uh, like completing it within the space of a day, yeah. um, if you look on Inara, I don't know if this is still the case. If you looked on the CGs on Inara, there is one of the CGs um, with the... Uh, where the hell is it? You got me what? looking up an arrow now as well. It's one of them has got the top is three, thirteen billion. I'm sure one of them had had the top being thirteen billion and looked like a complete dickhead of it. I've got this wrong now. I swear there was one that was super high. Well, they had to put it that super high because otherwise the people were billion. yeah they were they were busting up bugs left, right, and center. It was phenomenal. But one was like 15 billion on the first day, I'm sure it was. And that to, that was kind of like, um, I can't, I can't see the, see which one it is. Um, but that was kind of like, because this has been, this has been supposed to be the CG for a couple of weeks now. Yeah. Um, I think people have been saving up this anti-Ceno bounties, which is rather um, exciting for them. Yeah, I mean... That, that's balls of steel right there. <laughs> oh my goodness, has Susong been completed now? Oh, no. Also, I'm looking at the the, um, uh, the various... Oh, here we go. Yeah, one was 50, one's 15 billion, but, but it's like contributions... Um, it was like the contributions were a, mil, like a couple of million to 13 billion, and that happened on like the Thursday or the Friday that had come up. That's right, yes. Um, <laughs> it's Yeah, and the one in Susong is now um, eight out of nine tiers complete, and it, it is phenomenal. Um, we've also got the one in, uh, in Novas. That is also eight of nine tiers complete. So they're all basically, they've all been ramped up. The only one that's... Um, that's lagging behind is the Alliance one in Didio. That's only out of four out of nine. And But you look at the number of con- the contributors that are in there, there's only 1,400 people who have made contributions to this. Yet, it's already up at level eight. Like, the, the anti-Xeno um, hunting folks are really passionate about what they do. <laughs> oh, and they're very good at what they do. I mean, how many basilisks and medusas are they taking down with one sidewinder? Probably quite a lot. Uh, Commander um, Chig in chat, sorry, just said something I didn't realise that. Apparently, according to Commander Chig, you don't lose Thargoid Bond death in Odyssey, so you can save them up. Ooh. Oh, is that a bug then? Because I thought you always lost them. Or you're supposed to lose them. So did I, but according to uh, Chig, you don't lose the bond. 
Right. Really? I mean, yeah. I mean, I've I mean, I've been doing um, some Thargoid hunting myself, and it is very profitable as long as you don't lose a ship. I've already lost one ship, but um, I've got enough to pay it back twice over. So you know. Um, <laughs> and I must admit, when I was doing it, I forgot how much I really enjoy Thargoid combat. I really did forget how much it was fun. How much fun I was having with it. Um, I mean, am I the only one that's taking part in those, or you've been? Oh, yeah, you've said you've been joining in as well, Psychic. I haven't done any of it. All oh, right. Thargoids are our friends. Why are we shooting them? It's you know, we we are the aggressors. And the this, this time, CG just proves it. The last time that I did um, I did Thargoid stuff was probably in uh, before um, Odyssey had been released. It's been a while! It's been a while, is it? Oh. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so um, those three things, those, those three CGs kicked. Oh, there's actually a fourth CG as well, which um, <laughs> it delivers stuff to Leasty. Uh, to help with uh, support for with the uh, the alliance and uh, and Sirius, so there's that if you don't want to shoot bugs. So um, yeah, um, <coughs> going on from that, there was an interview each day with um, a superpower admiral which is dealing with the Thargoids. So on the 29th, there was an interview with the Imperial Ad Admiral, the 30th, and the Federal Admiral, and the first of the May had the Alliance Admiral. There was a nice little touch to this, is that um, you got half the interview uh, through Galnet, but if you went to where the uh, it was mentioned in Galnet and down and scanned the, uh, scanned the comm beacon near the ship, or on the ship, rather, you got the rest of the interview. I thought that was a really nice touch. That's really cool. I didn't know anything about yeah, that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so um yeah, if you go to the if you go to the ships themselves, um yeah. Commander Chig says, Do you want to know more? Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I can hear the Starship Troopers uh, mantras already. Oh, yeah. So yeah. So that's um that's been that. Uh and then on the second of May, the Empire has now made veiled warnings that um, the Thargoids might attack the Marnalists and they should have become an Imperial Protectorate because they ain't going to help you. You know. <laughs> as, as you do. So they made um, quite a lot of um, uh, not veiled threats, but it, it was kind of, yeah. Attempted to be subtle. Um, there's been no news today, though which was a bit of a surprise. Um, as you can imagine, the Anti-Zene Initiative have... Um, this is weird, actually, because their Thargoid Watch websites uh, asked their members to target the following three systems. HIP 38225, which is almost clear. Um, Pai-UK-Human. <laughs> no idea. Um, that's still got a moderate presence. And uh, Didio, which is of course uh, got a massive presence as it's part of the Alliance CG. Uh, Operation Ida doesn't have any current targets, uh, but that will probably change by next week. I know I was a bit annoyed because the stations are on fire at all state uh, at all the systems. 
because I dragged my Imperial Commander up in a 15 light year Python all the way up to uh, uh, to the Imperial Station hoping to do a lot of rescue missions and of course uh, they weren't burning the Imperial Station so I've now got a debt get that blooming thing back the way down to the Imperial Capital. Yay! <laughs> Can you not just, like, order a ship over and then order it back? I know it's a lot of money, but, you know, there's 15 light years and then there's other things, anything else that you could be doing in-game. Yeah, that, that, that is the problem, except this is this is the, uh, the power play commander who's basically broke all the time. Ah, okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> yes. Does it, have, does it have a rebuy? The rebuy is, I think, slightly less than I've got in the bank. So what you could do, if you're really desperate, you could self-destruct, take the free sidewinder, which gets you back in the bubble, and then order your ship back. But no, if you self-destruct, buy a different ship out there, then self-destruct, and then order your ship back. Yeah. That's the course of action, not just self-destructing. Just, dear listener, if you're considering doing that, please buy another ship before self-destructing, because that other, that old, old ship won't automatically rematerialize I've, if you pick I've, a um, sidewinder. I've got the optimum. I've got the optimum solution for Colin. Oh no! Self-destruct, and then we'll work the plan out later. Uh, and um, you really think I'm going to be stupid enough to to, to follow that, do you? No, but it'd be funny. You could always try self-destructing on Shan's megaship. Right, and then you'll be able to... Well, I was thinking then Shan's megaship can just deliver you where you need to be. Or where I want him to be. But might, yeah, they may not be the same place. <laughs> yeah, I know where I want to be, and rather than risk risk the the inevitable betrayal, I will take the 15 light year jump the 10, 15 light year jumps I've got to do back to this, the Imperial capital um, unless of course the station starts burning next week and then I can start doing those runs <laughs> ah dear just because I want to be higher than a blue and surf so um, moving on from there we come to this time of the week again. Store alert! In the bi-weekly newsletter, here come paint jobs for your art. In the bi-weekly newsletter, here come paint jobs for your Well, uh, welcome back. Um, the store alert this year, there doesn't seem to be any store alert. However, this year, the sheer federal Corvette skins <laughs> seem to be in at the moment. Or, sorry, oh. sheer line. Um, Psyche, as our resident Corvette expert. There's no pink, Colin. There's no pink. 
don't like it, it's a mute point if there was a pink i might be tempted because i mean it's quite a nice design if there was like one of the ones which is two-tone with like pink on the outside like a cool blue on the inside i'd be down with that but no there's a nice orange and green one that's a terrier record if you want to get that that'd be really cool but um other than that yeah it's all right. I, 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 oh, I think the red and blue one's actually really good it might entice me to actually go Go and, and get a Corvette. Oh no, no, I'll, I can't. I've got, <laughs> I've got more important things to do than convert. Can, can, can you get? Can you get one in, in Imperial white? <laughs> yeah, we want a Corvette in Imperial light, uh, white. Um. So yeah, um, if you're a Corvette fan, there, there, there's stuff there for you. But unfortunately for Psychic, yeah. they're not pink. Is there? There's other ones. There's other ones that are a lot nicer. Uh, fair enough. I mean, I must admit, in Odyssey, have they fixed the... Uh, there was a lot of complaints about the Corvette skins. Have they fixed them? I've never had any com um, complaints about my Corvette skins. I've, right. I've used Corvettes in Odyssey um, very seldomly because no, there's barely any settlements that require... Um, that I, I'm, I go around in a courier more often than a um, Corvette nowadays. It's, it's most disheartening, and I'm very upset about it. So stop opening those wounds, Colin. So what's putting you off about the Corvette now? Then? It's because she's sick. Um, it's difficult to land her in close proximity to um, settlements. So if I'm doing a lot of BGS work, especially in like my home system, and we've got 146 settlements, and I can't land a Corvette at one, and even if I do land a Corvette, it takes me like half an hour to um, walk to the uh, um, the lifts at the um, at our Coriolis. Um, why why can I not? do a um maybe i can if i get a carrier or a, a dbs or a dbx or um, a viper someone suggested the other day um all of those those ships are so much more adequate in um in their ability to be cl in closer proximity to the um, the settlement so it just makes more sense to take a smaller ship in in odyssey times which is quite nice because I've neglected the smaller ships, so it's been quite nice to get to know them a little bit. Yeah, I tend to use a Cobra or a Cobra for, for that, because it's it's a really fast ship, so if you want to buzz settlements and shoot things, you can get in and out before the guns swivel around. So I use, I use a Cobra. But uh, the other thing that puts me off using a Corvette is the last thing I want is some soldier coming up with a pistol and blowing it up. I mean, that's very unlikely that, that could, that's going to happen. I had... Um, I was doing some um, ground settlement stuff in my Phantom, and my Phantom is my Bubble Jumper and my Explorer. So as you can well imagine, she's not very well shielded and she's not very well hold. And I had like 18 NPCs shooting my ship at one point. The shields went down and the lowest it got to was 50% uh, hull. Oh, Don't you find the um, the crate is a bit wide, though? Because I, I found I, when I took a crate to one of the Guardian ruins... It was quite tricky to land it at the Guardian Room because it was substantially wider than that. It was, to be honest, I wasn't expecting to do that today, and I just flew a ship over to see what the situation was, and I was like, "Oh, I need to do some BGS here," and didn't consider transferring transferring a smaller ship over. That said, most of the places where I could land had medium pads, so it was okay. Ben, you wanted to talk about the DBX and something else. 
Yeah, I have to admit, I've not, I've not tried it, but I've heard that the DBX is very good for a lot of the OD on foot stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's small, it's thin, it's maneuverable. It's got a lot of stuff. It's got a lot. Of, it's got enough room to get what you need, but it's not a chunky boy. Yeah, I've used a DBX for Guardian Ruins because you can uh, you can put point defense on it DB- quite easily. DBX is perfect for Guardian Ruins. Yeah, I took the Crate Phantom out there for that, and uh, yeah, I know what you mean about the um, uh, finding a landing spot near the the uh, oh yeah at the Guardian sites. It, it takes a little while. And with the Crate Phantom, if you're doing the Guardian Sights, you have to face it forward towards the Guardian Sights. Otherwise, the point defence won't go off in the same way that if you've got the... You can you can turn your DBX's arse to the Guardian Sights and your point defence will go off fine. But if you've got the the um, a Phantom's arse towards it, the, the point defence won't see it. So you have to turn it around the other way. It's really interesting. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we've got Mother Fig in the chat room saying that he prefers using the Asp for the runes, which I can understand because the the point defence on the top that that's completely three sixty. You can just land it, and as long as you've got the point defence on the top, then you're fine. I think it. I think for most guardian runes, the Asp is fine, but I've just had an awful lot of hassle with a couple of them trying to get the Asp in the right place. But uh, horses for courses and all that. Yeah, that's why yeah. there's so many different ships with so many different abilities. Mm. That's one thing that I've actually got to do. I've got to go out and recheck the Guardian Ruins and the um, and the beacons now that I've got my upgrades, uh, my graphic upgrades, because I was really disappointed. Oh my god, with... Colin! Just you wait until you do a beacon. Oh my god, with better well, graphics. Yeah. Oh my the god, beacon, man! And beacons are so pretty anyway. Uh, yeah, because I was disappointed under the under the mid settings. It was it really didn't work. So I really want your... like an ultra. Sorry, Colin. If you really want your mind blown, now you've got a beefed up a PC. Try Thargoid and Guardian Ruins in VR. Oh yeah, I completely intend to. Um, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see because um, my VR head. Uh, headset has, has always struggled a little bit and of course it can't handle Odyssey at all. So hopefully with this new graphics card that um, I'll be able to uh, uh, see it in all its full in-depth glory. Oh yeah. That'll be nice. Yeah. and Unfortunately the, there are people saying that um, there's actually a bug in the Guardian sites for Odyssey with the rockets not working. I mean, heck it then. You don't need um, you don't need point defense at all. It's fine. Just go. Mm. Oh, I, I can uh, imagine I saw... it as and when that gets fixed. That'll age well. Yeah. <laughs> so Kit told me that I could go and do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll all blame you. Um, <laughs> right. I think we'll take a little bit of a break, and then we'll come back with our main discussion. Oh. Boy, space is cold in here. That commander has a cheek sitting up in his cosy and warm cockpit while we haul radioactives around his cargo bay. Oh, is it cold? I hadn't noticed. Oh, that's right. Why, you're not even shivering. Maybe it's because I picked up this North Coast cargo bay sweater. It keeps me warm and stylish. Say, that is a nice jumper. 
It's made from the finest Verex wool and handcrafted by novitiates in the underground monasteries of Van Manen's Star. Wow. Where can I get one? New North Coast Cargo Bay sweaters. Be the envy of your friends. Wow every lady from here to the Empire. Be warm and toasty even on the tenth planet of a dying star. Now on sale at Spark and Mensa. Better now? Better? Why, I feel so warm I'll probably never catch man flu again. Spark and Mensa. Because nothing says sexy like a neck-high jumper. Are you thinking of suing over Miss Soul Python Protection Insurance? Had an accident in an airlock or slipped in a space station cargo bay and thinking of suing for compensation? Well, don't. I tried to take my ship commander to court for making fertiliser out of my crewmates. Legal fees have left me with nothing. And now I'm hungry. All the time. At Watt and Prittany, we take small print very seriously. We have a massive team of lawyers just waiting to block your case and ramp up your legal costs. I wanted a simple, no-win, no-fee arrangement. My case got blown out of the water by Watt and Prittany, and now I have to rent out my arse for hydrogen fuel. At Watt and Prittany, we have a saying. If you don't want a beating, stay out of our court. I was savaged by a wild creature whilst fixing a vending machine. Can't I claim compensation? No, you can't. Because we have a massive team of lawyers and you're just someone who works for a living. What and Brittany? Don't even think about it. This is a public service announcement from the Fuel Rats. Please stop what you're doing and pay attention. If we can rescue you, we will. But you can help us help you by following these easy steps. 1. Fly 50 light seconds or so from the system's main star and drop out of supercruise. 2. Note down the current system and the nearest stellar body. 3. If you're on emergency life support, log out immediately. 4. Go to FuelRats.org and click Get Help. 5. Stay calm, hold your breath, and let our seasoned professionals do what they do best. The Fuel Rats. We have fuel, you don't. Any questions? Get ready. L-A-V-E Radio. And... Welcome back. Um, yeah. Um, right. What is our main discussion for today? Well, obviously, with the um, the live stream that's happening tomorrow. <laughs> why did it have to be tomorrow? <laughs> um, so good luck to the loose screws and the hunting truckers who are going to get the drop on this one. Um, but what uh, the question we've got to ask is: What are we hoping for in tomorrow's live stream? Uh, I put a. Uh, uh, some questions up on, on the forum for uh, for people to ask it, and uh, I know we're not going to get anything absolutely massive like ship interiors, and we know that the planetary tech is staying as it is. But I just wanted a quick um, <laughs> a, a quick <laughs> ask of you. You knew that would throw me. Um, you know, ask the crew what are they hoping for. And you know, going through some of these items in the in this uh, thread, <laughs> Jan, um, what I, what 
kind of thing are you hoping that they'll announce for this this live stream? Uh, what do I think they'll do, or what do I hope? But a bit of hope. Let's have a bit of hope from you. Okay, I hope. I hope. Um, priority number one, and Mother Fig said it in chat, Magnavants. We have to have Magnavants. Okay. Uh, secondly, um, uh, I, I hope they do uh, on-foot Bargoids. Probably more right. important to me than that, it would be an engineering revamp for both on-foot engineering and spaceship engineering. So I'd want to see engineering revamp, magna pants, and um, on-foot thargoids. Lovely. Why do you have to bring up the magna pants? Is everyone all of a sudden just shouting magna pants in the chat? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Ben. I, I mean, like Shan, obviously my number one hope has to be the Magnapans too, because, you know, these are just things that have to be required. Um, other than that, what I want, and I don't know how... I, I It's a harder thing for Frontier to deliver than anything somehow but and I don't I don't know how how they can deliver it but I want I want for them to deliver and more importantly I want for the community to believe an ongoing commitment to Elite Dangerous. And I know that's bloody ethereal. Um because I think half the problem that we've been getting is you know it's like somebody Hearts in the wind. And it's like, oh my god, Elite Dangerous is dying. Someone sneezes. Oh my god, it's the last of the end of Elite Dangerous. You know, we need to... We, Frontier needs to do whatever needs to be done so that the community somehow believe the game is in a good shape for a prolonged period of time. And I don't know how the hell they can pull that off. Yeah, you feel that they've got to build up confidence with the community again. Yes, I guess so, and I think that's more than a once a one. It's more than a one. Um, show deal to get that, but yeah, you know, that that's what I think we need. We've got Cyberdam. Uh, Cyberdammy is wondering what Magna Pants are. <laughs> we haven't done the advert yet. We need to record an advert. We need yes, to record an advert. Magna how we sit down in fleet carriers. <laughs> That's the short version of it. Yes. You don't want to lift and separate in zero G? Magna pants. Ah, uh, so. <laughs> oh, dear. It's going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be bad? <laughs> Shan. Oh no, Psychic, you your turn. I, I do, I do also have opinions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that was a mistake. That was just a slip of the tongue, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, me and not you only do you have so opinions, similar. not only do you have opinions, Sai, your opinions are welcome and valid. Oh, well, thank you so much, Ben. Thank you for that validation, it really helped. <laughs> okay, right, right, right. 
so my main thing the the main thing that i hope and pray to come out of this stream is um tomorrow um that i will be watching surreptitiously while i'm streaming a different thing um uh, the main thing that i really really want to come out of it is i want to see people who have been absolutely over the last couple of um couple of weeks the people who have been absolutely shitting on frontier and shitting on everything that's happened and being like oh no it's never going to be good news it's going to be crap i want to see them eat their fucking words predominantly that's my first thing um and go oh well oh i was maybe i was proven wrong that i would adore that would be my favorite thing um i would i would i want to be a fly in the wall if 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 stuff like you that happens. Rub their noses in it, don't I, you? I, I want I, I want them to be tail between their legs. Oh, I was mistaken. Although given given the nature of some of those people, I very much doubt that that will be the case. Um, <laughs> let me let me just get down off my soapbox now. <laughs> no, and, no, um, carry on. What, this what, I'm enjoying this. What do I what do I genuinely want to see other than other than um, that? Um, I would like to see a, um, a, a, a community management team who take ownership of what's happened so far, where, and then also talk mm -hmm. about, um, talk about things saying, look, we've got this plan, we've got, we're, we're currently looking at, let's say, we're looking at, this particular thing we're looking at this particular thing we're looking at this particular thing um this update 12 is coming out we're looking at update 12 end of june however if it's if that timeline is going to change we will let you know treating treating the community like let's be honest we're all the the, the general age of frontier of the people who play elite dangerous is a little bit higher than let's say those who play Fortnite or things along those lines we've invested a little bit more money into the game we are adult enough to be able to go except we've got this planned we've got it planned for circa this date but if the t if it changes we will let you know i don't necessarily want a full roadmap planned i just like them like to know that there are certain things that they're they're working on i'd, I'd love I'd love like a hint of a hover bike, maybe. Um, uh, yeah, um, I'm not stopping you. <laughs> no, 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 I'd like a hint of a hover bike or a hint of like maybe a couple of extra ships. I don't want. We're going to give in this ship and this ship by X date because there's no there's no need for that. There's, in my opinion, there's no need for that. I'd like to know a couple of things that they're working on and update twelve. It's currently scheduled for. End of June. Let let's put pick a date out there. End of June. But if it's if it changes, we will let you know. Also, this is what we've got planned for the console transfers. This is what we can give you. You're right. Um, and hopefully, it being more than just being able to transfer um your commander and give them all the credits. That's 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 what I want. I want I want like at least a hint of a direction. Yeah. Um, Shan, quick question for Psychic. Yeah, going back to your ideal of everyone who you, you want them to eat crow, basically. So what is your threshold for saying they should eat crow for this? Because you know, obviously there's a scale between 1 and 10 of what they'll announce. So on that scale of 1 to 10, where 10 is 
atmospheric planet landings with dinosaurs, and one is different color fleet carriers, for example. What would be your mark for making people want to eat crow, do you reckon? So what? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't I'm, really fully understand what you mean by that, but I think what you're what you're asking me is is there a um is there a metric where I go okay yeah now that person can eat shit basically um and yeah what's your level of satisfaction sort of well, well, oh god that's a very that's a very probing question it really depends who's doing the satisfaction um Shan. but oh, realistically no, 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 realistically you you've seen people you've you've seen people yeah, well, absolute, smart corner again but you've seen you've seen people be absolute you, okay let's say what would it take for you to enjoy yamex eat humble pie oh man i'm never gonna watch a yamex stream why would I do that? <laughs> Why would I do that? Yeah. Honestly, Shan, I think that you're you're asking the wrong person there. It's more let's take Yamix for example. Yamix, what would it take for you to eat crow? And you know, we can't obviously ask that of all the people who have been naysayers. Um because you know, they'll all be they'll all have different opinions, won't they? Yeah, I think I mean because what Sai says actually an interesting point when you sort of uh, think about it a bit because I suspect it depends on how long people have been feeling frustrated with the current communication strategy of Frontier because the longer you've been feeling frustrated the smaller the niggle that will trigger you if that makes sense which is why you sort of tend to find I think um, people who have been around a while are more triggered because the uh, the the store of it is fresher than someone who has been only been in for three months and wondering where a roadmap is. Yeah, but they're not the people that I'm I'm referring to on that. I like a person who's been here three months. It's like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. We've not got a lot of information. You know, it's not, um, those people are, the people who've been here three months are are used to this being the norm. There are the people, there are the people who've been here for quite a while. There's people who have been here for maybe less time than I have, who have decided that they are, um, they know, the, the people who feel like they know better than Frontier are the people that I am, like, fully, um, I, I fully want to make sure that they are um not even um, unsatisfied like they they the words that i've seen some people spill yeah it it just gets it gets frustrating and and there's also like there's that side when people are like the people who were defending the company are doing even worse for the company or, um, or making it even worse and i don't i don't think that that's the case nobody is like outright defending i will quite happily sit here and say that um some of like the communication that has come out of Frontier this year has been absolute gash bollocks. It's been some of some of the worst that I've ever seen from any company ever. But hopefully, I'm confident that they, um, with the right sort of prodding from the CM team, they can turn it around. I'm not gonna go. Um, I'm not gonna throw all my toys out about it. 
The yeah. old gas bollocks! It, 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 it may shock some people. I actually agree with what Sai just said. I, I'm I just, I just make... think it's really funny. I can't comprehend these people just like coming down so hard on and and i mean i suppose it comes down to me going me saying that it's a video game again doesn't it <laughs> and then like all of the listeners get really shitty with me because i'm saying that it's a video game i, I mean the people that you've met throughout the video game aren't going to go away you might stop playing different games and you might catch up over like dms on discord discord ain't going anywhere oh, and, and grumble. i i think there's two polar opposites i think there's the there's the people who think frontier can do nothing right because they didn't do part of the game that as they wanted it as that person wanted it to and yep. then there's the other side where because of um nostalgia or whatever it is and of yeah a warm fuzzy feeling about elite since 1984 they have frontier on some kind of pedestal and they think that Frontier can do no wrong, do no wrong because of what Elite, Elite started out as. And for me personally, I started off having Frontier on a pedestal, but as time's gone on, I've tried my best to treat them as if they were any other games company. And they were selling me a product that I either wanted to buy or I didn't want to buy, just the same way as any other games company. So I'm trying to hit that neutral ground personally between they're just another games company and if I like the product, I'll say it. If I don't like it, I'll say it. But also, hopefully, I'll say why I don't like it. Uh, right. Well, moving on from there, uh, I mean, the, the main post that uh, I put on, I had nine items that I was hoping for. Nine. <laughs> Most of which you've already covered. So you've got the confirmation that FDev is going to support and continue to develop the game for quite a while. Um, obviously, continuing Galnet CGs and in-game events after the Azimuth Saga is finished. Um, continued bug fixes. More space interactions uh, on high threat on foot missions. On This one's a real bugbear for me. Additional on-foot exploration mechanics. Because I'm actually enjoying scanning plants it's just i don't know it's really hard to find some um some bacterium say white bacterium on a nice planet what chance have you got <laughs> um i'm agreeing with sham because i think i'm hoping that the they're going to follow up with the alterations to engineering because you know remember there was something what six months ago where they were saying um, yeah, we're going to be looking at engineering soon. Uh, and my my pie in the sky three are, I'm hoping for changes to crime and punishment eventually. I'm hoping for maybe a new ship. And the biggie for me would be power play update, anybody? <laughs> Never ever gonna happen. Absolutely, like that is done and dusted. If the, if there's an update, that's being removed from the game. As far as engineering changes, all they need to do is remove power plant engineering, then I'll be happy. Ooh. And then we're back to people taking stuff away, and they were. You might be happy, but I wonder whether or not the community will be. They're grown ups. So, They'll see the wisdom. <laughs> Yeah, well, it'll certainly screw up the uh, FTL murder build, won't it? 
Um, I mean, looking through the, the whole of the uh, uh, the forum post, it, it's done quite well. Um, the vast majority of people have said something like, we'd like something else rather than we have nothing to announce at this time. There was an awful yeah. lot. Of, yeah. I mean, I must admit, I remember when um, it, w it was just uh, Stephen, Stephen and Will, and for nine months, they just had to say, there is nothing we can talk about at this time. Especially when they, they cut Galnet and things like that. Oh, man. That did was they, bad. Did they still do live streams when... Oh, yeah. I, I'm, like, I feel so far removed from, like, the whole community during that point because I was, like, fully focusing on BGS with my then squadron. So it's kind of like... I like I I was totally removed from everything else that was going on. Mm. Yeah, they they were still carrying on doing live streams. We actually did one with them, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that that was the Stephen run. We 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 stopped off at every station with a Stephen name in it. Um, but yeah, uh, that's I think that was absolute the absolute worst. Um, I don't think this time it's been as bad, even though it has been bad. Because we've still had the the CGs and the and the Galnet news, but yeah, it has been it has been difficult. Shan, you have an uh, an example of thirsty people. Well, no, if people are thirsty, uh, I would suggest if people would like an example of what I think a good roadmap or way ahead would be, is to look at the ArenaNet Guild Wars Two announcement. And the way they're written, they, they treat the reader like an adult. And they basically, they say, here, you know, these are the dates we want to do such and such and such and such. But I'm sure you'll understand sometimes we, we can't hit them. But at least they make the effort in explaining it in a, in a, in a fairly detailed, good-natured way. So have a look at the ArenaNet Guild Wars 2 updates of the sort of approach I would like Frontier to have and the sort of level of detail. I would like Frontier to put in these releases. <laughs> like, as soon as you say it, everyone shouts drink in the chat room. Well, that's ben. why I said thirsty. <laughs> now, I think if people are thirsty, let us go to the bar and ask the bartender <laughs> for a bloody drink. But it's not your real person. We, we're going to do... Ben. No, like, in like... game, I want to go and say, I want to buy a drink. Is that what Just you want, Ben? Bar. I would love to be able to go to the bartender and say, give me a drink. I'd be delighted <laughs> with that. Just a tiny thing. It's not a lot. <laughs> and then if I can walk around with my drink and then drink it as and when I want to, even, you know, that, that's just dialing it up to 11. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then you'll, want the, you'll want your commander to stagger about the place if they don't have enough... Oh, that, yeah, let me get pissed! Oh, that'd be so good! Do you want GTA in space? <laughs> I'm just... I, yeah, I go up and drink a shot of... <laughs> I drink a shot of Lavian brandy and wake up in diesel. Do you want Grand Theft <laughs> Spaceship? <laughs> oh, we'd love serious, Grand Theft Being serious, spaceship. that has actually been the closest analogy for what I want Elite Dangerous to be. 
<laughs> We've had people now requesting they want bar fights and pub crawls. Oh. <laughs> well, you could have a pub crawl, because, you know, you, you go to Lave, you get your Lavian brandy, you go to Cent- you get your Centauri Megagen. That's you know, we basically... can so easily do this. That's basically what um, the the last Terrier record race thing was was nipping to get all of the alcohol to fill the glass. Yeah, but I'm talking about actually asking. You know, oh I'm yeah, I mean we could get twaggle on to... the way. It's not a problem. Yeah, I want to go and ask Darren Harding in Lave Station for a Lavian brandy, and then knock me shot back before I'm allowed to go back on my ship to fly somewhere else to get another shot, and then I get more and more drunk. <laughs> you know, eventually I'm like trying to land. And I'm doing battle rolls, even though I think I'm doing flying straight. Since you're sort of like fantasizing about things like that, I've just yes. thought I've just thought of the ideal counter to Magna Pants. What the a weapon that will neutralize Magna Pants? Well, a gravity gun. No. Bucket of bolts. So you just tip, throw the bolts in the air, and then get stuck. Oh, magnetize. Okay. Onto someone's magna pants and slows them down. There we go. That's what we want. Magna pant PvP. Yeah. Do you do you do you throw them at the person from in front or from behind, Shan? Well, it depends if you want to give them a cod piece or not, isn't it? What's going on? Oh my god! Why are you ruining magna pants for us, Shan? It's not fair. It's just what he does. You should know this, Shazai. <laughs> It takes all good ideas and ruins them. That is Shan's role in life. No, I mean my my thing was that if if we can start drinking at the bar, I think there should be a limit where you pass out, and then the game randomly assigns you a station within twenty light years that you suddenly wake up at, and you've got to get the apex taxi back. Yeah, that's the student version, isn't it? Only twenty light years. That's lightweight. <laughs> I'm really like this. I want to wake up in, in Colonia. <laughs> Winking oh, your way to Colonia, there is an achievement waiting to happen. Well, side, you can role play that. Just come and visit my carrier, and I'd you know, rather you not. <laughs> like the main, the main problem there, Shan, is me landing on your carrier. <laughs> Why you think you'd be anyway? Heck no! It's a, mur- it's a murder mystery tour. <laughs> no, no people. Uh, <laughs> no people want traffic cons. Well, actually, oh, what, you, God, what, yes. what, you, what you could do, well, what, what you could do is you could you buy drinks in the bar, and if you had too many drinks, it won't let you fly your ship for a certain period of time. Oh no, 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 no! We need to just have drunken mechanics. <laughs> yeah, we don't want a nanny system, for God's sake. Oh, I am loving this game that we are building here. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need uh, arcs purchasable um, traffic cones. Yes, we do. We do need traffic, <laughs> traffic cone helmets. Traffic cone helmets for everybody. Yes. Uh, no, not sigh. Not arcs pur- purchasable. Almost an achievement for flying your ship whilst drunk. Yes. Road signs. Road signs. Got to have road signs. I, I'm pretty sure that's going to go against the EU like somewhere. <laughs> Paul Archer said, right, if we're going that far, we now need kebab shops. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and curry. Curry as well. Curry stains on the floor. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Fair enough. 
So basically, you just in your flight suits in overdrive. So basically, uh, very stained uh, magna pants. Oh no! <laughs> oh god! Uh, they're all going to be orange hey, anyway. <laughs> hey, dear listeners, this is why we don't design computer games. Question. We leave with the question. Yes, I've got, I've got, I've got a question that. Um, okay. This is this is gonna like which <laughs> this is gonna be really bad. Which is the um. Which is the engineer that wants a skateboard occupied escape pods? Etienne Dawn. Okay, there's your mystery meat. God, no. Oh, no. Mystery meat and chips. <laughs> Enforced cannibal- cannibalism. Etienne Dawn's kebab shops. So he has like, like a so, so what he has like a suspicious looking torso shaped bit of meat rotating oh. in a spit in the. Uh... Etienne, Etienne Dawn's mystery meat emporium. Oh. Episode title, job done. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Um, Etienne Dawn Mystery Meat Emporium. <laughs> well, it saves things being fertiliser, doesn't it? Because they used Quite. to turn into fertiliser. Etienne Dawn Mystery... Mystery... Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll write it down. Yeah. Uh, um, people say we don't use clickbait titles, eh? By the way, Colin... Um, you know how you're saying about you're you're stuck in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Is coming to pick you up, mate. Is he? Yes. I haven't got my. I'm I'm not there at the moment. I'm presenting the radio. It's a bit difficult. No, he's going to be in a fleet carrier, so we can we can fly there. And then you know you right. trust middles more than chance, so we'll fly to you, fly to where you are. Yes. And then we'll pick you up. And then you can f- jump on his fleet carrier. And then tomorrow um, or something like that, you can fly. You're back. Right. Okay. I appreciate that. <laughs> this isn't the Lave Radio um, pickup service, <laughs> which, <laughs> if it was run by Ben, is something completely different. Anyway. So what would be the uh-huh. uh, what, what would be the ha- what would be the handshake or the, the secret signal? Would it be dropping your magnet pants? For God's sake, Shan. Oh, for goodness sake. Anyway, back on the back on the talk about there's always someone who takes it a little bit too far, isn't there? Magna pants are staying up. That's what they're there for. <laughs> um, it's funny, Magna pants. It's funny that people are mentioning solient green because is aren't there Kumo burgers, which is a bit suspect as well, in game. I'm sure Wintermute is a. Um, <laughs> this is, this I, a, think, I think there is, a, Colin, yeah. There's a faction that do, do burgers from rather questionable meat as well. <laughs> Although never confirmed it was rumoured rival fast food companies were rounded up and made into silent white Kumo burgers during uh. corporate mergers and takeovers. Mmm, <laughs> tasty, tasty cannibalism. <laughs> like, I, love Rim, I love playing Rimworld. Oh, I take it you end up with your colonists eating each other in that one. You you can eat each other in, in Rimworld if you wish. Right. Lovely. Okay. Someone has... Shan, you've put up the thing about the Kumo burger. Oh, my goodness. The popular... That... You know that what that sounds like? That sounds like the special stuff from the League of Gentlemen. <laughs> Can I have some special stuff, please? <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Uh, Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, the elite dangerous League of Gentlemen. Um, <clears throat> oh, come on. There must be a, a, a Ruston Vasey station out there somewhere. Where people, ask, where people ask if you're local. The local station for local people. Local people. people. <laughs> ah, yes. Anyway, uh, I think oh, we've, carrier the air. we've taken the, the fleet carrier to Tangent Town again. So I think we'll we'll try and move back. Um, let's wrap up the discussion now because it's, it's gone a little, uh, little off course. And what we'll do is... Um. Uh, yeah, we'll touch on the community corner. Hopefully, tomorrow we will find out. For fingers crossed, um, what we've got planned for the rest of the year. So we'll start off with LCU No Fool Like One. Um, ninety nine systems. I'm I'm unfamiliar with this. It's okay. Norman can play it, and we can all listen and go, what the hell have I just listened to? Okay. If you're having faction problems, I feel bad for you, son. We've got 99 systems that are presence in one. Hit me! We've got the cannon for souls and the number wang. Posters want to make sure my escape pod explodes. Critics that say cannon signs are sacked, not slow out and rotten, stupid. What type of factor though? If you grew up with black holes in your neighborhood, you'd celebrate the minute you was getting good. I'm like, fuck, critics, you can kiss my whole black hole. If you don't like my lyrics, you can press fast forward. Got a beef with Hutton Radio, don't play the show. They don't play my hits, well, I don't give a monkey so. Science mag, try and use my scientific ass, advertisers can give them more cash for ads. I don't know what these takers had Or understand the intelligence of cannon had The rags to riches Space rides And we got 99 systems and a presence in one Hit me! 99 systems and a presence in one If you're having fashion problems I feel bad for you So we got 99 systems and a presence in one Hit me! and I'm carrying even cheese in my rear view radar is the system authorities got two choice yours all over the ship or bounce on the devil put the pedal to the floor now I ain't trying to see no spaceway chase with Jake plus I got a few dollars I can fight the case so I pull up out of super cruise and conceal my load I heard some you know why I'm stopping you so I'm an elderly scientist and my remlocks low do I look like a mind reader sir I don't know am I under arrest until I get some more well you're doing 105 in a no fire Flashes of registration, parked near that star. That's a weapon you're carrying or a vacuum cleaner. I ain't telling you nothing, all my papers are legit. So, you mind if I look around your ship a little bit? Well, I got the top and block, so the trunk is in the back. I know my rights, so you're gonna need a warrant for that. Aren't you sharp as a tack? You some kind of lawyer or something? Somebody important or something? Well, I ain't past the bar and I know a little bit. Enough to know you won't illegally search my ship. We'll see how smart you are when the K9 come. We got 99 systems and a present in one. Hit me! Ninety-nine systems and a present in one. If you're having factory problems, I feel bad for you, son. We got 99 systems and a present in one. Hit me! 99 systems and a present in one. 
Um, I I don't know what to say after that. <laughs> I I know what to say after that. LCU no fool like one was very proud of it. That is understandable. I would be proud of it as well. <laughs> um, right, we're going to still get a copyright strike for that. I'm telling you. Thankfully, we don't <laughs> we don't cre- uh, monetize our content. <laughs> Oh dear! Um, oh, Shan, you got a kissing update? Um, no, just I just get it in the Discord. Just I've got a, well, I've got a All picture right. and, and and a video from the hospital. Um, the, the video right. is, is him looking a lot more sprightly than he was when we took him in. So we're taking that as a positive sign, but we'll see. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Good. 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 Um, right. Well, the Burr Pit have been up to their old shenanigans. This time they've managed to jump a carrier with 38 people on board it. 38 commanders. It's kind of interesting because they can only see 20. Yeah. Um, Psycho, you were involved with this one. It was amazing. It was amazing. I've seen so many different people's um, points of view. So it took them... um, it, it, Like... Fair play to the burpit. It was well-oiled machine. It took them um, a good hour and a bit, probably hour twenty minutes, to get everyone on board. They did it with like um, two people at a time, one anchor on the ship, one um, person who was a bus driver who was bringing two people over who would then get off at the fleet carrier and then go. And they had like three different sets of. Um, buses effectively go, coming over and we ended up with 38 people on the fleet carrier and then it jumped and there are a couple of like tweets out there of different people's perspective um my i've got two favorites one is when everybody starts surfing because at one point nobody could sit down like literally nobody at all could sit down so anytime we sat down we'd get back up and then um we jump and would start surfing um and that was amazing that's one um angle and then epiphysis um uh, thing that he put on on Twitter, video that he put on Twitter, showed like everybody bar like maybe twelve of the commanders um, fell out of the um, the bottom of the fleet carrier. So when it jumped, they all stayed put, and everybody who was surfing fell out of the bottom of the fleet carrier, and then they just ended up abandoned in space. Um, so yeah, the science was hard, and it was amazing. It was really, really good. It was a good time. Yeah, that's uh, um, the picture of everybody um, doing the thing. So that was really, really good fun. It was was really nice because I've been wanting to get involved in a a burp hit bit of shenanigans for a little while. And they always do it when I've either got like my space D&D that I do on a Saturday night or like some other things. So it was really nice to just be able to get involved with it. Yeah, and it, it sounded it sounded mayhem and madness and awesome. 
Yeah. It was a good thing. Um, what's next? What's next? The, um, do you want to take this one, Ben? I can take this one. So, um, so, as Asamur on the forums is saying that a lot of our commanders are looking a little bit androgynous, shall we say. Um, so, I can, you know, I can see where they're coming from in some of that, although I'm not sure I fully agree with it. Uh, that said, I do think there is a serious issue in that we can only, you know, there is only one body type in game. And I do think there is a call for being able to be a chunky boy or a bony boy or somewhere in the middle. Um, yeah. The There is an issue in games where a lot of female armor especially is a little bit overly hypersexualized. Um and the uh, the graphic examples that he's given by Commander Fosdyke are not quite that bad, but there is definite emphasis, shall we say, on certain parts of people's anatomy. On the other hand, and I'm not meaning this in any disrespect, Sai, I was walking down the street the other day and there were people of varying ages wearing tops and bottoms that also attracted your attention to certain areas. Some of which they shouldn't have been doing and some of which, you know, they, they maybe could get away with. So I'm not going to go out of my way to say he's wrong in doing that because it is definitely a thing that people choose to do. No, I, I think you're right. I, I think what you're... Well, how I interpret what you're trying to say, Ben, is you would like more variation in the style of suits and um, outfits that you walk around in. So they don't necessarily have to be feminine, masculine, or gender neutral, but just more variation that any commander of any body shape can yeah. do. I quite like look at that. I'll, I'll wear that. Is that fair enough? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's, I mean, that obviously, you know, there is no reason why you can't look at a, a there can't be male commanders in flight suits and you think, oh my god, you know, that, you know, that commander's got a right tight ass there. And there's no reason why you can't think that either. Um, and then also he goes off and gives an example of somebody wearing three-quarter length cut-offs. I think the... Just, yeah, no. I think the practical issue is the actual engine and the meshes the game uses for the commanders. I mean, they've, they've obviously I... made the, uh, the faces quite flexible, but yes. the, the body shape, size, and whatnot... That's very difficult to do that and give a degree of variation when you don't. And you then, you you then say have to that, yeah. Well, you have to make the texture not clip and all sorts of stuff like that. It can get really messy. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, yet it's been a common feature of RPGs since the 90s. So you're not wrong. There is, there is work to be done. But it's not exactly unheard of either. Uh, with my with my boring person hat on, 
I would suggest that's quite a lot of effort to code and do the art assets for that. And would that effort not be better spent doing something else? Agreed! Like, get, like getting us drinks at the bar. Uh, or, or you know, um, I'm, I'm all for... I'm all for um, different variations on outfits and stuff. Um, I, I don't see the practicality in having um, space bras, I, I, I must admit. Sp um, space bras don't really seem to be Even George Lucas says they don't wear bras in space. Exactly, and George Lucas would know because he is from the future. That's right, that's how that works, right? <laughs> Well, I, I don't. I, I, I'd love. I don't, what, what I would, about different body types, though? I would love to see different body types. I would love to be. Um, a, but then, having said that, we don't have. Do we have? We have like a little bit of a voice now where we're landing and stuff. I, I, I like the idea of being able to have. Um, I don't know if they have. I think you pick either a male um shape or a female shape. Yeah. Um, in body, I'd like. I'd like a little bit of tweaking it doesn't need to be like a huge amount of tweaking but i'd love to i'd love a little bit of of tweaking um i'm all f you know i you know me i'm all for leaning in towards androgyny otherwise yeah. um i wouldn't um i wouldn't be w um, waving these uh <laughs> waving these non-binary flags about all the time but it's um I, I can i can see i can see it the thing that the the, the one thing that like got got to me a little bit from from the the twitter feed i didn't go on to um i didn't want i didn't go onto the forums about it but i saw um i saw their tweets about it and the thing that maybe just got my heck off up a tiny bit was him saying women need to feel sexy <laughs> and i was like do they <laughs> do they man on the internet <laughs> do they really do you think what he meant was um, I would like. I would like playing, my character men, to be, um, men, be sexy. Yeah, men, men, men playing as a female character. Men need their female avatars. Yeah, I would like. My, I would like to be able. To, I would like to be able to spaff one out over my female character. Please. Oh. Yes, but but then Sai, if you had the ability, wouldn't you like no. to increase your commander's junk size? No, no, you don't. You don't no. think we should? I'm I'm perfectly comfortable with the, the size of a, I'm perfectly comfortable with the size of my virtual character's penis. Uh, Thank you. But why why can't we have overly oh, no. sexualized cod pieces in game, just like they wore in the 1600s? Damn it! In, in game. It. In-game store, in-game store item, yeah. Arc, arc store item, Magna pants, cod pieces. Oh my Magna god! I can't pieces. believe you've managed to, to to join that all up together. So now you want now with Adam's I'm, I'm assuming the Magna pants, cod pieces are also magnetically attached and guaranteed not to do any damage to your junk whatsoever. Well, yeah. Would you have? Would you? Would you have said cod pieces? Would that be electromagnets so you could turn them off and on, or even maybe remote control them so you could lift around the room? Oh, so you just press the button and it falls off? Yeah. <laughs> what? I've, I've heard of an ejection <laughs> seat, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> you see, this is what happens when Virgin Media <laughs> cut my internet. Look what happens to you lot. 
in, in all seriousness, when when the Holony first came out, I was a bit disappointed at the number of hairstyles and the variety of hairstyles they had. I, I think, mean, to tell you the truth, it, the they gave you the rationale. They gave you the rationale for it. Was like, oh, characters with long hairs wouldn't be able to fit in the, with the helmet on, and that just seemed a bit weak for me personally. Yeah, I must admit, I think that is my only complaint was the long hair, because also I wanted long hair on my male characters because mm. effectively <laughs> relive my youth rather than the the King of the Hill Hank character that mine looks like at the you, moment. You, you had long, you had long hair as a youth. Yes. Oh, yes, Colin, you have to show us photos of that. I'm sorry. You're going to have to show us photos. Oh, for that. God's sake. I, right. I, I tell you what, I tell you what, you, you show pictures of you with long hair, and I will show you a picture of me with a perm. How about that? I, I do not oh want God. to see anything from, from, from you, Shan. Um, right. In the meantime, we'll move on from uh, wonderful little. Uh, <laughs> Women must. Well, on, we, we, haven't finished it. we haven't finished yet. Oh God, you haven't, have you? I thought. I thought. I, I, I I'm sorry. I, I want. I want to stop this conversation after people have said they want to do something over their own commanders. So I think it's time to move on. That's a little bit too far. So Commander. Oh goodness, Noob Dulex or Nub. I've got to be so Noob Deluxe. I almost said Nub Deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just very magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> they are hosting. I, I'm so sorry, Commander Nubitalex, but um, yeah, um, you are hosting an event on the seventh of May from uh, six uh, in the evening. Uh, we'll uh, also put the Discord link in. Um, Saturday, H eighteen hundred GMT. It's the Noobs Yearly Eagle event. Location: the Cleve Hub. Aravarate. Um Basically, bring your own eagle, shoot people, but don't use engineered power plate or guardian tech. Um, uh, every other module and weapon is allowed, but you can't use the Imperial Eagle. It's strictly pure eagle, eagle fanboys only, or girls. Um, it's a free event for all, no teams. So if you, if you want to have a bit of a, uh, a dust up in an eagle, Actually, the Eagle, in my opinion, is still one of the most fun ships to fly. Still so overrated. Underrated, rather. Yeah. Yeah, so Noob is friends with, you know, as Beetle just just said, you know, he's friends with Crash and other people like that as well. So, you know, he's he's been a member of the community for years. He puts on these things and, you know, a blast is had by one and all. So, if you've got nothing to do on... Is it, I think it's Saturday. Yeah. If you've got, you got nothing to do on Saturday, do that. Um, I would love to go, but I've got a wedding to go to, so I can't. Right. Gotcha. Um, well, moving on from there, Commander Britpact has reached out to us to let us know about an on-foot PvP tournament. Um, they've got a PvP conflict zone tournament. Um, try, come try your combat skills against other commanders in a competitive and fun atmosphere. In order to accommodate everybody's availability, we'll spread the tournament across several weeks and schedule each match individually to pers- to suit all participants. Um, again, we'll we'll be supplying a Discord link in the show notes. Um, the tournament starts. 
date is on the 14th of May, uh, and there'll be three different uh, combat zone leagues. 1v1, grade 1, 1v1, grade 5, and 3v3, all grades. Each time can have a... each team can have a substitute player when registering in this league and a team's composition must be final and you can use grades up to from one to five uh, commanders uh, can register on multiple leagues commanders can only be part of one team within a league and no requirements about gears modifications and very large prizes a hundred millions credits per player who wins a league except for the substitute Prize pool is 500. Where are they getting the money from for this? 500 million credits. It's probably mm -hmm. going to be in um, uh, platinum or something like that. Yeah. It's probably platinum on a fleet carrier for it. So, the, and according to this, the, the tournament rules are quite simple. Best of three rounds win, except for each league's final match. Best of five round. All players will depart together from a frontline solutions desk. And for each map, an e EOFCC staff member will be present as referee, and they're using live streamcasts. So, if you if you want if you've got a good ground pounding team, then um, that sounds a bit of a laugh, actually. <laughs> Just scared that the live radio team would get absolutely mackered. Uh, it depends the size actually on our team or she's playing against us. If we've well. got Sai, if we've got a Sai on our team. I, we might be in with a chance. I mean, well, she should carry the rest of us. The meta is dual rocket launches on these things, so oh, it might geez. be um, it might be relatively tricky because I don't have any of those engineered yet. But I'm quite interested. I'm I'm really rather selfishly quite interested in the one v ones because I think that might be might be a little bit of fun. But um, but we'll we'll see. Yeah. It, does look, it does look like fun, though. Um, it's it's something a little different, isn't it, in comparison yeah. to a lot of the other things that are going on? But I must admit, the one thing that I am looking forward to is the next one. It's Buckyball race time again on the rocks. Psychic, it's your race. It Tell us about race. it. So, so there is a link in, link in the forum post uh, about it. I did go somewhat like ever so marginally extra with the with the graphics and everything for it because it's not like me i don't um i don't normally go extra with things but um yeah it's the on, on the rocks challenge it basically involves taking buckyball beer mats to five asteroid bases and then flying back with five tons of water um basically and it's gonna be it starts on Saturday, which is my birthday, and it's wow. running until the following Sunday. The thing with this one in particular is we have an equaliser on the Unlimited race. So it's still the Regulation Cobra, as per usual with everything. Um, but on the Unlimited race, there is an equaliser, which is based on your ship's jump range. So... Um, Whatever your ship's jump range is will um, give you either a reduction in your overall time or an addition to your overall time. That Osric worked out when he first ran this race. I'm only here doing, um, I'm only here rerunning it. But it's it's really really fun. And what it what it can do in that case is we might see maybe 
um, the epiphus, no on the psychic, yes, Corvettes, raising higher up the leaderboard, um, they won't, but raising maybe a little bit higher up the leaderboard than they were for the last one, because they for couldn't fit through the through the tunnel um but yeah i think it's going to be i think it's going to be a good race i'm looking forward to it so am i uh this time hopefully i'll be able to do a little better than 20 something yeah <laughs> uh, so um yes uh now you've also put out calls for flight assist haven't you yeah, well, Flight Assist, we, po we posted on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. I realised that I've not been on. I would like to spread the, um, spread the wealth here. We are um, after some commander-submitted screenshots. So we, we, we're working on a project at the moment that is due for um, release towards the end of May. Um, we're working on a, on a project, and but it requires a, a, a fair amount of commander screenshots. And we would love anyone to submit some of their favorite screenshots however many they wish and um um we will use them obviously credited um we're not going on i'm not going to take your take your stuff and not use it but uh, and not credit you for it but if you would if you would like to be included on them you can um tag flight assist on twitter um, at flightassist underscore ed or we um, have the flight assist discord which is discord.io slash flight assist and you can pop them in the pictures folder there and i very much appreciate it thank you kindly excellent right well we are going to leave the end of that at the moment there is some sad news about the end of the, the galactic mapping project has gone into what they call maintenance mode um it, the team behind it have have uh, felt exhausted by by the experience and uh, have, have um, uh, decided to call it a day and, and also so has the Distant Worlds team. I think they announced that last month. Both of these things were covered in the Obsidian Ant video this week. Uh, it's, a, it's a shame to see these, these guys go but you know um, they they were using their own time and if they're not happy with it then yeah. Um, Chan, just quickly. Yeah, I just want to thank the um, Distant Worlds and the Galactic Mapping Project people for all the work they put in. I mean, for any prospective explorer, it's still an amazing resource to be able to uh, use. So I'm pleased they've sort of kept it up and, and, and going. So thank you for that. And to be fair, I, I do understand why they decided to call it a day. Um, seven years is a long time at people's lives to do something. And... Sometimes it's just kind of like uh, you think, well, I want to change. So I want to say thank you very much to those guys, and uh, it's been appreciated. Vampire? No. Get lost. Anyway, um, sorry. Wait, did you audition for Twilight, Colin? <laughs> it looks like a, a Twilight audition. That was 20 years before even Twilight was thought of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless you want Norman to go off and share these, <laughs> which yes. I don't think any of us do, we should probably no, move swiftly no, on. No, I, I don't think we want Norman to share them at all, do we? Definitely, we don't. Do we? Well, Definitely. no, we don't because I know you're you're you, you you've got a you've got your end to 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 come up with as well, Shan. Yeah, yeah I've got to find it. I've got two hundred gigs worth of photographs to go through. So, well, this is why you index things. Anyway, I think I think we shall move on to the shout-outs before everything gets 
extremely <laughs> silly. Um, <laughs> we've had a message. Wait, what? We've had a message from uh, Commander Ned McReady, <laughs> who was who was the the. the the character that um, we we thought was the only person fighting Thargoids in Lembas. Um, he says, while it seemed I was fighting them alone, it's entirely conceivable I had help in the half hour of daily shut-eye I succumbed to between shifts, something which I evidently castigate myself. Cast, castigate myself. Uh, I should also confess that while I always answer the call to arms, sometimes the answer is no when the call is defeat the Hydra threat. I have found this particular spiky beast to be just beyond the limit of my scarab control skills. Um, I know this is unacceptable. I'm bound to improve the only way I know how by putting more petals and stealing more hearts. So, um, fair play to Commander Ned McReady. <laughs> um, next caller is our sister station, Hutton Orbital Radio, broadcast on a Thursday at 8.30. You can tune in at twitch.tv slash Hutton Orbital Truckers. Um, or if you want the audio, go for radio.forthemug.com. For the discerning commander that likes a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash Elite Dangerous CQC. Uh, giving shout outs to the following Elite Dangerous podcasts, which have appeared over the last year. So hello to Allegrabby M, uh, Canon Podcasts, uh, Elite Cast, Fatherhood Podcast, Flight Assist, Guard Frequency, Loose Screws, Squeaking Fuel, and System Chat. Uh, and for those that want a uh, literary discussion about sci-fi and fantasy books, please subscribe to the Data Slate Podcast, which was created by Station Commander Alan Stroud. Following this, we have the latest Galnet News Digest, as provided by Commander Witherspoon and Commander Beetlejude. And we'd just like to thank everybody who's chipped in in the Twitch chat and the and, uh, and the in-game commanders. Who, who have we got then, Ben? We've got we've had quite a few people actually tonight. Let me go and find them. Um, so we've had Mac Winston Mig Miggles. Um, I've, he's just gone now. Um, I've lost him now. I need to find um Mac Winston Miggles. Uh, Mage Hand, May Commander, Mage Hand Sack Tap. Say that one very carefully. And Mother Six 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 has been. Floating around with us, um, and we're now in Novus, Colin. By the way, yes, and I, I saw the, uh, <laughs> I saw, saw the, the jump. I saw the, I saw the notification. I just need to sort everything out. <laughs> yes, I will also apologise for actually sounding slightly Scottish this evening. I made the mistake of talking to Norman earlier, and he brought my accent out a wee bit. I Sorry, still I... think, I still think you sound more. Um... More Geordie than Scottish sometimes. Jesus. Well, I'm East Coast rather than West Coast, but. Uh, yeah, that's worrying. It is, actually. <laughs> right. Um, moving on from there, we'll also say special thanks to Commander Tokoso, JN Tracks, and Alan Stroud, who we have used their music in the show. Um, has anybody got any final business before I quickly shout us out? I do actually, if that's okay, Colin. Mm -hmm. Um. So, um, blah, 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 we've been given some lovely, um, stickers for the Discord server by the High Wake, and he did go off and give us a poo emote or a poo sticker for the Discord server, um, which is hilarious actually, as as is all of, of the High Wake stuff. So. 
Anyone looking at the High Week, anyone looking for fun stuff to look at, look at the High Week stuff, because it's cool. Okay. Psych <laughs> it. Um, not Elite, but Warhammer related, also coming from um, Frontier Foundry, um, that stream, um, that, that thing. Um, there are some content creators and some Twitch streamers specifically on the tone of drops that have got exclusive drops that are only happening tomorrow with the preview day on um, the Warhammer 40k stream. If you are after, I, d I don't know exactly what the drop is yet, but from 2pm tomorrow, you have to watch a Warhammer 40k stream for two hours and you'll get a, um, there is a drop for it. If you are interested in that game, I know there's a little bit of a crossover between um, uh, 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 Elite and um, some of the Warhammer Warhammer players, I know quite a few different people who are into both. So if you're interested, you can watch a stream for two hours and then go and join the Frontier stream. Because let's face it, that's going to be late as well. So hang on. <laughs> Lovely. And finally, Shan, you've got some other business quickly. Um, I just wanted a special request for the High Wake, for the amazing pitches. I think we need a Magna Pants image <sighs> sham just being obsessed with pants it's 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 unhealthy it went from llamas to pants is what it, it did and i no, don't know how what to read into that pants. sorry alpacas to pants yeah you've got to get it right because you know I mean, he's can we get with wearing magna pants <laughs> they have to be wearing two pairs of magna pants though then this is always yeah. one of these funny if, things. If, like, yeah. If you that, that's another one, story. If you wear one inside out, then you're repulsive. Oh God! <laughs> and on that bombshell, it's time to end the show. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening to Live Radio. <laughs> I thought that was quite good. I really did. Never mind. And that's it for another episode of Lave Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email info at laveradio.com. Hit us up at facebook.com slash laveradio. Tweet us at laveradio. You can join our Discord server by, by going to discord.io slash laveradio. We also have a TeamSpeak server where commanders like to hang out and chat. And you can find that at teamspeak.laveradio.com. Do get in touch if you've got any questions or if there's anything you'd like to discuss in a future episode. Live Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at half past eight and streamed out at laveradio.com. So thanks to Ben, thanks to Psykit, and thanks to Shan. Uh, and special thanks goes to today's tech specialist, Commander Ventura. So until next time, Commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous.
The journalist Jade Sunderland of Vox Galactica was recently invited to conduct rare public interviews with the three admirals in charge of the task forces that are fighting back against the Thargoids. We'll hear from Admiral Maxton Price of the Federation and Admiral Rachel Ziegler of the Alliance. But first, Jade Sunderland interviews Admiral Henry Paul Atherton of the Empire. Jade Sanderlin reporting for Vox Galactica. I am sitting with Admiral Henry Paul Atherton of the Imperial Navy. Thank you for agreeing to this interview, Admiral. Oh, please, call me Henry. Ah, I'd be delighted to. This is a very impressive ship, Henry. Some might say majestic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the succession is a wonderful vessel. How long have you commanded her? Several years now, it has been an honor to have my name listed on the succession's exemplary service record. You were promoted to Admiral only three years ago. Does that change the personal dynamic with your crew at all? Well, they salute a little faster, I suppose. Happily, I enjoy a strong relationship with my officers, so they took the change fully in stride. Let's talk about Novus. I understand that the Imperial Navy has deployed a fleet here at Salvation's request. That's correct. Emperor Orissa recently resumed her duties following an extended absence from the throne. Having now surely been briefed on Salvation's work, does the Emperor endorse Salvation? If the Emperor had objections, her Navy would not be in Novus. What are your objectives in the system? Well, in case it has gone unnoticed, there is a major Thargoid invasion occurring here. It is our duty to protect civilian populations and prevent the loss of strategic assets. I'm pleased that you mentioned civilian lives first. Does Salvation share this approach? Almost certainly. Why else would he invest so much effort into his marvelous superweapon if not to protect people? Some have claimed that Salvation prioritizes victory over safety. Jade, dear, they are the same thing. The cost of war is human lives, and the Thargoids extract a heavy toll. Every invaded system, every burning starport, every ambushed convoy, every ship lost to hyperspace. We have repeatedly driven the Thargoids back from our space, but the wretched things keep Returning, that cost grows each day. Salvation's superweapon has proven effective at wiping Thargoids from entire systems at a stroke. If Salvation calls that victory, while you and I call it saving lives, then I'm comfortable with the difference in perspective. Thank you for elaborating. Let's take a break. 
We'll be back after these messages. Vox Galactica. Welcome back. I'm here with Admiral Atherton of the Imperial Navy. Henry, I wanted to get your thoughts on Aegis. Has the disbandment of that organization had any effect on the anti-Thargoid efforts? Yes, I would say that's a fair assessment. In what way? Aegis defense pilots were skilled at engaging Thargoid ships. That experience was valuable to the younger pilots defending Imperial territory. Are you disappointed that Aegis is gone? Hmm. I think so. Yes, despite Aegis's faults, and it certainly had those, the initiative achieved much over the years. Also, Albert Tezro is a delightful individual. Have you had the pleasure? No, I have not spoken with Professor Tezro. I hope to soon, though. She has worked as hard as anybody to improve our understanding of the Thargoids. That dedication was reflected in Aegis's work. Poorly managed, it may have been, but it was certainly not poorly led. Did you follow the news of the Alexandria wreckage discovery in recent months? Yes, I did. Do you have any comments to share? The loss of the Alexandria is tragic, of course. Uh, ghastly turn of events. Has there been any attempt to identify the perpetrators? Not to my knowledge, but then I am not an intelligence officer. The Alexandria's logs suggest Aegis's efforts were undermined by other parties, though. Perhaps, but that event was not the sole reason for Aegis's disbandment. What's done is done. Our focus rests firmly on what is yet to do. Which brings us back to salvation. Indeed it does. The Imperial fleet will provide salvation with the time required to deploy his superweapon by engaging the Thargoid forces in this system. The people of Novas will see firsthand how effective salvation's methods can be. I believe that this war has an end in sight. I truly hope so. Thank you for your time, Admiral. From the INV succession in Novus, this is Jade Sanderlin. Stay safe out there. Vox Galactica. My name is Jade Sanderlin, reporting for Vox Galactica. I'm here with Admiral Maxton Price on board the FNS Amphion in the Sosong system. I was very impressed with the tour of the ship prior to our interview, Admiral. Can't say I'm surprised, Miss Sanderman. Is this your first time on a Farragut-class battlecruiser? Yes, it's one of the reasons I was so excited that my interview request had been granted. The Amphion just as impressive as I'd hoped. That's uh, gracious of you to say. Of course, the Farragut-class vessels value performance over aesthetics. It's a lesson our Imperial friends would do well to learn one day. I take it, then, that you consider yourself utilitarian. In military matters, what other philosophy is there? A sleek ship will turn heads and attract investors, but when something dangerous enters your space, most soldiers would choose a powerful response over a pretty one. Which brings us to the current conflict in this system. The Federal Fleet has been asked to contain the Thargoid threat while Salvation prepares his anti-Xeno superweapon. And I have no doubt that we will succeed. Federal military power is as strong as it's ever been. 
Funding provided by the Hudson administration over the past seven years has allowed us to expand and modernize our fleet. It's a pleasant time to be an admiral. I presume that you are in favor of Salvation's work. Wholeheartedly. His results speak volumes to a man like me. The anti-Xeno superweapon has incredible range, a devastating impact on Thargoid craft, and is harmless to our own ships. What's not to like? Uh, aside from independent studies by the engineer Ramta, we have very limited information about the weapon. We also know nothing about its long-term effects on human physiology. Do you think there's any risk to the public? Let me ask you a question, Miss Sanderlin. Do you think this hypothetical health risk poses a greater danger to the general public than a Thargoid fleet crawling through a populated system? No, but... No, it does not. I've seen what the Thargoids are capable of. It's impressive, it's scary, and it results in considerable loss of life, if not dealt with quickly. Salvation has proven he can achieve significant victories for an entire system. Timid hand-wringing over the future is fine with me once we've secured a future in which to do so. <clears throat> Let's take a break for a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Vox Galactica. Thanks for staying with us. I'm here with Admiral Price of the Federal Navy. We were just talking about Salvation's contributions to the Thargoid War. Do you believe he is a true replacement for Aegis? Absolutely. Aegis hasn't been a factor in this conflict for some time. I've viewed them as an auxiliary force at best, a hindrance at worst. Could you elaborate on that? Where would you like to begin? Perhaps with the lack of concrete results for several years, or the over-reliance on independent pilots to fight their battles for them. Maybe the loss of the Alexandria and the valuable Guardian artifacts it carried. The Alexandria was sabotaged. Whatever the method, the outcome was the same. Poor decisions and bad leadership led to the Alexandria's loss. Look at the chief military liaison for Aegis, Aiden Tanner. The man tried to forcibly invade Salvation's allies over some wild conspiracy theory about illegal research. That's the kind of leadership we're talking about. Aiden Tanner was formerly an admiral of the Federal Navy. <laughs> Never liked the guy. Bought into his own hype a little too much. Now he's in custody while a judge decides how long he'll spend in jail. The Federal Navy is better for it. Well, I appreciate your honesty, Admiral. Before we wrap up, I was wondering if you'd asked for command of the fleet here in Sosom. I did, yes. May I ask why? I felt the defense of Sosong was a high-priority task and wanted to oversee matters personally. This isn't the first time you've taken part in a Thargoid-related operation. No, it isn't. At this stage of the war, any officer who lacks experience with Thargoid vessels is doing a disservice to the people they lead. In 3302, you ordered Farragut-class battle cruisers to the Merope system soon after the discovery of Thargoid barnacle sites. It was claimed that independent vessels exploring the area were fired upon. Claimed incorrectly, but... Yes. It was reported that the JAG would open an inquiry into those claims, but no further details were ever released. Can you share the outcome of that investigation? If the findings were worth a damn, you'd have heard about it. And if a crime had been committed, maybe I'd be sitting alongside Aiden Tanner in a jail cell. But instead, here I am, 
doing what I do best, protecting us from the Thargoids. Does that answer your question? It sure does. Thank you for your time, Admiral Price. This has been an enlightening conversation. I'm sure it has, Miss Sanderlin. I'll have someone escort you to your shuttle now. That's kind of you. From the FNS Amphion in Sosong, this is Jade Sandalin for Vox Galactica. Stay safe out there. Vox Galactica. Vox Galactica. This is Jade Sandalin reporting for Vox Galactica. I am here with Admiral Rachel Ziegler of the Alliance Defense Fleet. I'm pleased to have this opportunity to speak with you, Admiral. You're welcome. We're on board the Salote Charm, which is currently stationed in the Didio system. Two days ago, a large Thargoid force arrived here and began attacking human ships and ports. There are reports that Salvation has asked your fleet, and those of the other superpowers, to hold the Thargoid force at bay until the- Let me clarify your question before you finish it. My priority is the safety of the billions who call Didio home. We're not here to keep the Thargoid forces occupied. We're here to defeat them. Understood, Admiral. Salvation has asked for time to prepare his superweapon, though. Yes, he has. But the Alliance does not operate with the assumption that Salvation will deliver on his promise. Do you support Salvation's methods? Critics have suggested he endangers lives by using a powerful weapon that has not been independently assessed by experts. Whether I support or do not support Salvation is immaterial. The fact is, on two previous occasions, the superweapon has eliminated Thargoid fleets from entire systems. Rejecting such a powerful device would be unwise. Still, I think the question of risk is wholly appropriate. Military and political figures alike must not become complacent or over-reliant on Salvation's technology. Particularly when we know so little about it. Is that ambiguity a concern for the Alliance? It should be a concern for everybody. So far, Salvation has acted in our best interests. But a weapon that powerful could be considerably dangerous if recalibrated to damage human technology. Imagine what the NMLA could have done with such a device. Terrible things, no doubt. But your fleet in Didio could be seen as a tacit endorsement of Salvation by Allied leadership, regardless of your personal views. As I said, Salvation's results are highly impressive. Let's hope they remain so. We'll take a short break. Join us after these messages. Vox Galactica. Welcome back. I'm here with Admiral Ziegler of the Alliance Defense Force. I want to touch on the recent dissolution of the Aegis Initiative. Has that decision had any impact on the Thargoid War, in your view? From a logistical standpoint? No, not really. Aegis vessels have been repurposed by skilled pilots. I know of several prominent colleagues who are displeased, however. Can you elaborate on why? Aegis research provided several notable contributions to the war effort. For example, meta-alloy studies gave us safe methods of storing Thargoid artifacts. Decontamination limpets increased ship survivability during Thargoid combat. Aegis also played a key role in the safe development and distribution of Guardian hybrid weapons technology. It remains to be seen who will lead such efforts now. Critics have argued Aegis was poorly managed and achieved less than expected given the resources available to it. <sighs> critics are going to focus on the negatives. That's why they're called critics. I'll bet you a Kobe beef supper these people have never encountered a Thargoid vessel in person. 
Are you referring to the political aspect of Aegis disbandment? You've previously spoken out against decisions made by the Alliance Assembly. Only the very poor decisions. Does the end of Aegis fall under that category? No, I don't believe so. The decision to end Aegis is understandable given the evidence presented in the Barman report. Even if I do not personally agree with it. My perspective has always been one of security. The ADF is a quickly mobilized fleet, but we lack the resources of the Federal and Imperial navies. Aegis improved the Alliance's ability to defend itself from a prolonged Thargoid invasion. Sirius Corporation has offered to fulfill that role for the Alliance. <laughs> yes, well, Sirius went about it very poorly. Leon Rui has since recognized the lack of approval from the Assembly and appears keen to make amends. Does that sway your opinion at all? I have no doubt that Sirius Corps would improve the strength of the ADF long term. But let us not pretend that Mr. Yong Rui's interest in the Alliance is altruistic. We'll see what he wants in return soon enough, I expect. Admiral Ziegler, it has been a pleasure talking to you. Good luck in the coming conflict. Well, thank you. From the Salote Charm in Didio, this is Jade Sanderlin for Fox Galactica. Stay safe out there. Fox Galactica.